0: honorable you've been in there for almost half an hour. It's just spandex. What's the issue?
1: Uh, isn't
2: spandex supposed to be stretchy?
0: Theoretically, yes.
2: Then why is this sucking the life force out of me? Ugh.
0: Our family was blessed with birthing hips. Nothing to be ashamed of. Coming out. <gasps> oh, Liz, you are a vision in gold, LeMay. My little girl's all grown up and sweating to the oldies.
3: Oh, my. What? Not what I was expecting to walk in on. Bad? No. No, not bad. It's like... If Cher and Liberace had a golden spandex baby and named it Liz.
0: Liz, honey, don't listen to her. You are the gold statuette I want to take home for my performance as a union whistleblower, or a wealthy Dane in Africa, or a witness to a horrific dingo slash baby crime.
3: Uh, you're just listing Meryl Streep performances.
0: Fine, I practice accepting awards in the mirror as Meryl Streep. Soon. Me.
2: Okay, Enough! Darren picked this out.
0: That much I figured. We'll not take style cues from someone who looks like an L.L. Bean catalog model reject.
3: The only word I heard in there was model.
2: Will you two hands quit the clucking? I don't have any
3: spandex, but I do have my swimsuit in my bag. I do laps at the Y every so often. Always prepared. That's my motto. That's good for you. Great. I'll go throw it on under my clothes right now.
2: Won't be a sec. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not coming with me and bucking this up. Almost got us caught last time.
3: Uh, I saved us last time with my impromptu masterminding. You and that ego.
0: Simply outrageous. Does anyone mind if I perform my acceptance speech for Sophie's Choice? It's maybe my best.
3: Liz, let me be blunt. You look absolutely adorable. You do. But you also look like a total kook. There's no way Dan's lady is going to trust you enough to spill the beans.
2: So what are you suggesting? That you join me in your swimsuit stinking of rundown YMCA? Listen,
3: one kook, a little scary. But two kooks, it's like being around a couple of ants that you want to spill your guts to. Trust me.
0: Can't believe I'm saying this. Darren! Ugh, I loathe the words about to come out of my mouth. She's got a point. Really? Really? Really, really? All the realies. Ugh.
2: Fine. Get on your suit and meet me in the core. Really? <laughs> okay, so what's your name? I gave her my middle name when I booked the session. Which is? Agnes. Oh, perfect. Why perfect? It fits. Upper East Side
3: Agnes in spandex. Perfect man of kook.
2: Yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh... Delilah. Agnes and Delilah. Subtle. What's their story? Sisters, roommates, cousins, corners of a doily factory? No, no way. Dan's girlfriend?
3: She's young and in love with love. Hearts in her eyes. The only way we'll get her to talk Dan is to remind her of that passion. Mm. You think? I know. Right now, she's entranced by the romance that is New York City in springtime. Central Park in bloom, sidewalk cafes, flower shops, irate cabbies screaming obscenities as you step in horse manure. We talk love, she'll talk love.
2: What's her story?
3: Hmm, let me think.
2: You do accents? Do a pretty good impression of ma, who's first generation Polish. Perfect. You're
3: a wealthy Polish widow.
2: Widow? I'm under 35. A
3: a, a young widow. A tragedy of epic proportions. He left this world too soon, but not before leaving you his considerable fortune. Go on, go on. It was too hard to live with his memory back in Poland. Everything reminded you of him. Besides, you were friends, companions, compadres, but you were haunted by the fact that you were never ever really in love. The kind of love that belongs in movies. kind of love that will stop hearts and trains. So you came to America to start a life afresh and met me. <laughs> Where? I was your secretary. Yeah, a damn good one too. Could type. Take dictation, men dresses on the fly, overqualified, really. But now, we're in love and taking an aerobics class together.
2: That's it? That's the whole story? I'm a wealthy Polish widow and you're my less than humble secretary? What if she asked more questions? What, what is she gonna ask? We're not sitting down with Diane Sawyer. I don't know. It's not every day you meet an Eastern European noblewoman and her secretary lady lover. I know I'd have a few questions.
3: Yeah, we'll go with the flow. Wing it. I think great right on my feet, just follow my lead. Trust.
2: Like lambs to the slaughter we go.
1: Bye. Yes, I saw. Way to go. (gasps) Way to go. Yes, you're very welcome.
2: Hey, uh, my butler Darren, he called earlier about a private session.
1: Yes, but he did not say for two. Also, why is she wearing a swimsuit? She was runner-up for Olympic swim team once. Can't
2: let it go. Wears it everywhere. Even to dinner. Drives me crazy must be kind,
1: yes? I see, I see. Well, uh... Agnes. Agnes? You only signed up for a private session. I can't accommodate two. It's policy. Rules are key in aerobics. Leggings are important, too. Please.
3: I know it's silly, but I can't spare a single moment without her. Not one single moment. And your name is... Delilah. Delilah St. Clair. I told Agnes, my dream is to do an aerobics class with you in New York City, just like Jane Fonda.
2: <laughs> yes, lifelong dream for both of us.
1: Well, that is beautiful. <laughs> I don't want to crush dreams. Dreams are so important. Okay, it's no big deal. I can do too. Thank you.
3: Thank you, uh, Alicia. Thank you, Alicia. You know what it's like, don't you? When it practically aches to be apart from someone. So much so that you'd do almost anything to spend every waking moment with them. And
2: I mean anything. Please, Delilah is too much for this poor woman. She does not need to know everything. Stop. Stop with the wretched denials. I can't
3: hide it anymore. I really can't. You're my... You're my Wonderwall. There. I said it. For the record. My Wonderwall? This a song? No. But come to think of it. It should be. Maybe in a few years it will be. Who knows? I can't even see past 1988.
2: Yes, me neither. Thirty years from now, who knows? Maybe we have floaty cars, space travel for leisure, computers and phones. Maybe, uh, I don't know, someone ridiculously crazy and unqualified is president. Worse than Reagan? Oh, I don't think that's possible. Maybe in thirty years what we have, you
3: and me, me and you, us, together, Maybe. It'll be possible.
1: Oh, be still, my beating heart. This is so beautiful. So, you both are... Long-time friends. Oh, more than friends. Long-time more than friends, friends. It's a problem. No problem whatsoever. I, too, once had a long-time more than friends friend. We competed against each other in Miss World Pageant, but the competition heated up, you know? Shall we get started? High knees. Uh, one more uh, time. Uh, uh, Agnes, I see what you're mouthing. You're uh, not dying. You're okay. Uh, one more time. Come on, ladies. And we're done.
3: Uh, water, water, water. Please. Can't breathe. Must find oxygen and donuts.
1: <laughs> Both a little out of shape, huh? Uh, That's okay. You'll be doing high knees without breaking a sweat in no time. I think I'm hallucinating. Is your arm a snake? (laughs) You are so cute, Agnes. Tell me, how did you two meet? Delilah is
2: my uh my uh... stable hand. I um
3: tend to Agnes's horses. Watch them, ride them, feed them carrots, apples, apples and carrots, carrots and apples.
1: Ooh. So sexy. Tending to her horses, apples and carrots. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. It is, yes. Very sexy.
1: What?
3: I'll never forget the day at the stable. I was combing Bruno, Agnes's prized stallion. I was combing his mane ever so delicately, and Agnes came by to take Bruno for a ride. It was in that moment, right as she mounted Bruno, their hair glistening in the sunlight together, that I thought, wow, what a woman.
1: Oh, I love that. I love to hear how couples met.
3: What about you, Alicia? Anyone special in your life?
1: Yes, but... He'd hate me to talk about us. He's getting a divorce. Oh, is he? Divorce? So hard. So messy. Yes. Apparently, she's a real wench. Bleeding him dry. Making his life hell. My precious Sebastian. Sebastian? His name is Sebastian? Isn't it a
2: dreamy name? Yeah, yeah. Three dreamy syllables. For some reason, I was imagining him having a more uh, America-sounding
1: name? Oh, Sebastian is more of a global citizen. He's a diplomatic envoy for Luxembourg, mm. but was raised in England by way of Canada. Wow.
3: Luxembourg, eh? Diplomacy. Oh, it is so convenient.
2: Nice. It's very nice is what she means.
3: That's what a cuisine do they have in Luxembourg, I wonder. It is landlocked, so pro-tip, don't get the fish there.
2: Forgive her. Her imagination is wonderful, but also, you know, it gets the best of her. Shh. Agnes and I are new to the city. Any romantic
3: spots you'd recommend? Something off the beaten track where we could have some privacy? Sebastian
1: would hate me for spilling our little secret, but there's a little bar tucked away in the West Village we uncovered. I'll leave you the address. In fact, we're meeting there this Saturday night. Maybe I'll accidentally run into you both. It's a deal.
2: We did it! <sighs> Whoa, okay. We're hugging now? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so tight. You're a tight hugger.
3: This is so exhilarating. Oh,
2: I feel like I just had great sex or something. Is it always like this? When you're hot on the trail? Sometimes. Other times, in searching through boring amic statements you found in the trash to let you know that your John buys his tidy whities in bulk and expenses them to his company. Can you believe us? She was eating out of our hands by the end. <laughs> we could have gotten any
3: intel from her. I mean, maybe even some very lusty details. Slow
2: your roll, tiny gumshoe. We got lucky. You were getting reckless with that ridiculous horse brushing story. What are you talking about? She was literally melting. I could tell.
3: If journalism doesn't work out, I could see myself writing a series of steamy romance novels about Agnes and Delilah. And what about Sebastian from Luxembourg? That guy's a real
2: piece of work, if you ask me. Wish I'd been wearing a wire. Relax. We're not FBI. You got moxie, kid. I'll give you that. And a teensy bit overconfident for my liking, but it's rare to see. It's not just me. It's the
3: two of us working in concert. You're this surly P.I. like if Columbo was a total babe. And I'm this fly-by-the-seat-of-her-pants, risk-taking journalist. Not only that, but I have a budding career as a romance novelist for those of us with sapphic love in our hearts. Together, we're unstoppable. Stop
2: huffing on whatever magic dust you scored, And let's come back to reality.
3: Ooh. I've got it. Let's go somewhere right now and celebrate.
2: We'll celebrate when we have those photos we need, and we get that check. Besides, it's the middle of the afternoon. little early to stop boozing. Eh, you're no fun. I don't mix business and pleasure. Okay, when do you get off? I don't know. Seven. You do
3: eat dinner after work, yes? I do, alone, in front of the TV with my cat Serpico. So, maybe, you and me, we meet as colleagues. Work associates, off the clock. Serpico gets anxious if I don't eat with him. Susie's diner. Two blocks from my office, seven sharp, and don't be late. You're too tenacious. Learn how to take no for an answer. Look, it's not a date. You can sneak Serpico in and I'll give him some of my tuna melt. That's not the point. Well, what's the point? You want to eat TV dinners with your cat for the rest of your life? Hey. Come on. Tonight can be two colleagues going over a case together. Business associates? For now. Hey, go easy. Been hurt. Real bad before. Yeah, me too. We'll go slow. As slow as
2: aardvark's in a sand dune. <laughs> All right. Susie's seven. And don't be late. Aye, aye, Captain.